This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Hey, attention, California residents. Gun laws are changing across the country, and the recent SCOTUS ruling affirms your right to carry a concealed firearm. So now more than ever, it's critical you know your California gun laws. That's why U.S. Concealed Carry Association exists. And to help keep responsible Americans up to date, with education and training, visit uscca.com backslash G-O-R to learn more about California gun laws and getting your concealed carry permit. That's uscca.com slash G-O-R for the most up-to-date California gun laws. Act now. So we got a pretty good show lined up there, kid. Looks like it's you and I again. Yes, sir. Michael is still out cruising the countryside with his dad which I think is a phenomenal deal. We're going to talk about SDCGO Voter Guide. Have you taken a look at it? I have. All right. And then we also have Mike Johnson in the house. That'll How's it be going? Good. Uh, we also have the Los Angeles mayoral candidate, Karen Bass. Uh, we're not going to have her in. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about the fact she had her gun stolen. Yeah. Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, two firearms stolen were safe and secure. Other valuables were ignored. She states she feels her safety is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. Okay, but she still wants to support defund the police and was quiet during the 2020 riots. And then, of course, our the Mike Johnson's going to talk about SD Must holster review. Carla Taley, or Tally from E. I.E. Gun Owners, and Sam the Gunman. So we got a f- pretty full show. So you got new jewelry, huh? I do. <laughs> yeah, you look good in that. Yes. Yeah. Did yes, you get I that do. from Leo Hamill? You know, this is an upgraded model. He hasn't gotten this one in stock yet. Oh, I know there's no diamond in the middle of it. <laughs> and I know you are a diamond kind of a girl. So have you had a chance to look at the voter's guide? I did. I took a sneak peek at it. I haven't really spent a whole lot of time looking it over thoroughly. I just kind of surface looked for now. Yeah, I know. But that's mainly what, for San Diego County? Correct. San Diego? uh, County. County. So maybe Alpine will be, because normally Alpine's not in it. Right. Yeah, I know. Which I'm going, I'm totally, totally in the dark. You know, Get on mic about that. Well, I think if the candidates reach out, then they could maybe get on there, right? I don't know how Michael does that, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know his criteria. That's a great question. (laughs) Yeah, I need to ask him when he gets back. But I know I've tried to rely on it in the past. And it's like, well, this guy's not in there. And this girl's not in there. And this guy's not in there. And then he it informs me that his guide is more county. Can we set that over there to shoot that way? Just so I'm not staring at Oh, how much nicer is that? <laughs> now I can see your face. So... So it should be a pretty interesting show. It should be an interesting vote. What do you think about all these uh, Democrats dumping tons of money into the Republican races, thinking that that's the answer? 
gosh. I know. You know, <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, Dave. No, I'm just saying, I mean, I was, but I hear both sides have done that. This is not the first time no, it's not somebody the first. has done no, that. No, absolutely not. You, but how you know, would you think that that would work? There's, you know, there, it, it seems, there's got to be layer upon layer of, yeah. of method to the madness. Must be that. Yeah. Things we don't know about. No. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have to just we'll have to wait and see, but it's going to be a, a crazy midterm, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean it's funny like what you're talking about. I think they want to choose their opponents, so if they dump enough money into, like, but how do they know? Let's just say they choose me over yeah. you because they think I'm going to be an easier. I don't but, know. They use polling or some magic, you know, wizard sitting in a closet somewhere to pick this. It, it some it, of it doesn't make any sense. It does. Yeah, it it, do, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me either because unless it backfires and yeah. then they'll say, okay, well, we're not doing that again. Oh yeah. If they actually pick some winners and then all of a sudden that's not going to be such Pull a Pull your mic plan. just a little bit closer to you. Okay. There, there you go. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I know it's, it's to me, it's just, it's as strange as, as can be. So is Michael coming back next week? Cause I think we need to do a full segment on the voter guide. Don't you? He will be back. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he told somebody. You think he'll have a suntan when he gets back? No, he He's in Colorado. Tan. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's uh He's dealing with the squirrels. Yeah, okay. Didn't they have a squirrel or something drinking out of a coffee cup? I have no idea. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, no, but you know, it's funny. I did a whole segment in my one of my other shows, and, and and the whole premise was, if you don't like what's going on, vote. And if you vote enough, it's hard to cheat. If everybody gets out and votes, and I mean everybody, not. Two percent, five percent, ten percent. I'm talking everybody. Get out and vote. And I'm not telling you which way to vote. Just vote, because the more people that vote, the harder it is to cheat. Don't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You know, they take all those those unused votes, and that's wiggle room for them to uh, yeah yeah to slide in there. Well, it's funny if you look at the the number of Republican registered Republicans and registered independents and third party candidates. If all of them voted. It would more than like double or triple the amount of total that's, voters in the last election. You know, it, that's why it makes me crazy when they say, "Well, it's fifty 50 Well, how could it be fifty fifty? Yeah, that's impossible. How in the world could it be fifty fifty? It makes absolutely no. Because you know, you, I'm not being political, but if you watch rallies, oh yeah, if you watch the left rally and twelve <laughs> people show up, yeah, and you watch the right rally. And half the county shows up. You know, something's not. There's something's yeah, not something right. Something doesn't add up. Something doesn't add up. Yeah, I know. It, something just doesn't. I know. It just makes me absolutely crazy. But uh, it'll be interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. My, I did a whole hour on you know electric cars mm-hmm. and how <laughs> they're trying to get there and what they're going to do and and yeah, Brandon and I we had a good time doing that show. But let me tell you, and it's the same thing. It's absolutely the same thing. Same thing with the off-road show. You got to vote. If you don't vote, oh, you don't have a clock, do you? Mm-mm. Yeah, there's it's one hard. over there, and there's one over there. <laughs> oh, there it is. There you go. Hey, how come I don't have a big clock in here? What oh, do you want? What are you want a flavor flave clock or something? I like want that? a big clock so I can <laughs> see it. Big gold okay, clock. I'll see what I can do for you. Well, let me see what you can do. Come <laughs> on, man, you're moving us over here and. Uh, you know the ice box. You can, you love the air. I you know what? Hold on, hold on. Action Jackson. I want to say Action Jackson was like cheering in the elevator when I said we're going to go into the air conditioned room. He was like, "All right, let's do it." I, I swear to you, Action Jackson. Please back Did me up you say on this. That 
As a matter of fact, yes, I completely vouch for the man. So you <laughs> like you like being over here, huh? You just yes. like to look out the window, right? Uh yes and no. Hey, if the air and spa- if the air show is going on, you'll like it because you can watch all of the. That's true. Yeah, yeah the, Miramar's uh, right over there. I was going to say when the uh, Thunderbirds fly over yeah. Miramar, you could see it all the way from here, and you yeah. can hear it too. So you can hear it's it pretty too. cool. Yeah. It'll rattle the windows. <laughs> yeah, this will be our new studio from now on. Thanks to you, I was perfectly happy in the dark. <laughs> in that cave that's over there? I like being in the cave. <laughs> but oh no, Action Jackson. Oh you, pulled, oh, you pulled weight on me. I see how it is. What? <laughs> it's like you brought your toy box with you. What do you brought? You gonna, you gonna shoot? You're not gonna shoot anybody with Is that, that a Lego gun? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You Are you hole. ready? Did you make a Lego holster for it though? He's ready. No, but I didn't make a pocket knife for it. Well, of course you did. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, so Mike Johnson is the director for San Diego Must, a nonprofit, and is running for Escondido City Council. But first, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call California firearms lawyer John Dillon, especially if you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms Attorney John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call 760-642-7150, or you can visit his website at dillonlawgp.com. Well, Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So you're going for the city council, huh? Yeah, in Escondido. In Escondido? Yeah. Good deal. That's what where I uh, live, so. prompted you to do that? So I think just... Fighting bad government for so long on the outside, I it's gotten to the point where I think I might be more effective if I'm if I'm on the inside um, to kind of bring the power back to the people instead of the other way around. I think right now there's a really big disconnect between the people and their elected representatives, mm-hmm. especially in California where it's real obvious where there's this majority rule where they feel like they can just do whatever they want without right. any kind of backlash or repercussions. Um, you know, and this has been a progressive thing that's been happening over the last 30 years, and a lot of people have been running away, but I'm just going to stay and fight because that's it's going to follow you if you run. It's just going to go to wherever you well, go. Well, you're 100% correct. And so was there any kind of a – what you do before you got it? Is this your first political attack or – political job or i think i ran for student council a long time ago <laughs> junior high but i lost that one but um the other person was a lot more popular than me so i didn't don't you hate that yeah but it's fine i think she was actually better for the job was I it alicia think. oh no it was did you beat him out i didn't grow up in bougie escondido now yeah bougie escondido <laughs> yeah. you have to have a passport to get to escondido Do you know yeah, that? escondido is you know where i grew up it's one of the oldest cities in san diego county it was i know incorporated in 1888 so it's I know. gold rush time right yeah so sg must is that your slogan 
Yeah, so SD Must is actually, you know, the nonprofit we started back in 2003. Originally it was me, my brother and a couple of my friends. Um I had just re- I had just actually had a really rough surgery that I was recovering from. So one of the things that I used to do would be to in fr- as since I was a kid was hey, let's go shooting. Let's it's nice, it's relaxing, you're out in nature. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. kind of release some pent up frustration <laughs> on, you know, <laughs> some stuff. Um, but we tried to go to the location that we normally went to and we found out it was closed mm. and then we tried another location. It was closed. And then we looked into it and you know, this is the internet wasn't really useful at the time for this kind of thing. So we found that calling BLM and the sheriff and everyone else, there really weren't very many places left to go shooting even back then. Um, so we said, Hey, you know what? Why are they being closed? And the number one reason was usually like, Oh, because it's too messy or the garbage, you know, there was a couple other reasons, mm-hmm. but primarily it was because of the mess. And I was like, well, I kind of asked, I think the ranger at the time, like, well, what if we started cleaning up? Do you think that would help keep the areas that are open to stay open? And he's like, well, it's not going to hurt. So we decided to kind of start a regular group of people that we would take out us or new friends, you know, friends or people, first time shooters, kids, you know, younger people that weren't really comfortable shooting indoors, but a lot of people, their first place they learned how to shoot was outdoors. So we're like, hey, this let's continue that. So we started going out on a regular basis, going to the areas that were open on BLM land, um, Bureau of Land Management, not the other one. Um, <laughs> so we'd go out to the land and we would just start picking up. And it's funny, when we first went, I mean, we, we were filling several truck beds full of garbage <laughs> at some of these local areas. And then over the years, we started kind of just we didn't really publicize it too much. People just kind of found out about it. But then we started going on like cow guns and online and just looking at forums and just inviting other people to come with us. Mm-hmm. So now we have about, officially we have about 350 members, I believe. Um, but it's, you don't pay a fee or anything. You just volunteer your time. Yeah, That's how you pay. Time. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, you, if you join our email, email list, basically you're a member because right. we just let you know when, we have cleanups or there's other calls that that was how we started, but then eventually it formed into, it's not just about them shutting down public land. It's there's this, there's this disconnect of realizing you need to take part in your community, in your local politics, in the local lawmaking and all, all of that, because you mean staying home and complaining, isn't the answer. No, you know, and, and especially as the internet started getting, you know, bigger and, all these, you know, Facebook and Instagram and everything and MySpace even, <laughs> you know, people just love to complain online, but that doesn't fix anything. You actually have to, you know, our motto is get out and get involved. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, you have to get out from behind your desk or your, you know, your computer screen and actually go out into the world. And, you know, it ties back into the, it's not just, you know, the public land cleanups, but it's like, your city council or your school board, water board, um, you know, the board of supervisors, all of these people can do something that can shut down your, your ability to go to this land, which people don't realize. And they don't want you at the meetings. Yeah. And they, they're used to them. They're just sitting there running through the meetings. And I remember I used to just go to the meetings just to see the crackpot show up because there'd always be that one guy talking about how like aliens were going to kind of switch bodies with us and, you know, raise our water rates or something. I mean, it was always some, there's always somebody, it's always somebody. And I actually love that. And then, you know, in the open, you know, the non-agenda items, but then, you know, I noticed that people, most people didn't even realize that you could go to these meetings. No. I mean, 
they don't publicize it. No, they and they have a lot of these meetings are at like nine o'clock on a Tuesday when most people would be at work. Mm-hmm. So an, the average working person isn't going to be able to take off work to go to the meeting. And you know, first you have to find the agenda item that pertains to you, mm-hmm. and then you have to find out when they're going to talk about it, and then you have to get off work, drive all. You know, if you live in one of the rural areas, you got to drive all the way downtown mm-hmm. to the county administration building, for instance, and then you have to sit there and wait for them to bring up your agenda. And then they give you, you know, a minute. They used to give you two minutes, but then, you know, some recent actions by the board, which are, I think are going to be challenged soon is they change the rules where a lot of, they can limit it to a minute and they can limit the number of speakers. And, and they also have a no clapping rule right now (laughs) where it's, you know, they're, they change the rules where you're not allowed to clap or cheer or anything else. Well, you're not allowed to clap or cheer for your items, but when Nathan Fletcher is up there oh. giving out awards, he mm-hmm. demands you clap, you know, or else. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, he gavels you and shuts you up. But that's actually unconstitutional. There's yeah. a, as speaking of John Dillon, actually, we've been talking to him about yeah. possibly going after the Board of Supervisors for that because there's actually lots of case law. That, but they don't. They they know they can get away with it. They know they can get away with it because no one challenges them. That's but right. But if people get out and get involved and challenge them and use their own rules against them, then they may not get away with as right. much stuff. Well, it, it, it's it, it, it's we have to shine a light on situations like yeah. this, and it takes guys like you and girls like, I'm sure, trying to do the same thing you're doing. Oh, there's. It's funny, when I started in 2003, there was maybe four or five little groups that were kind of doing what they could mm-hmm. um, and with very limited reach. Now there's actually some very good groups right now that focus on state legislation and local legislation. You know, there's a lot of activist groups now that we work with that are amazing. They well, go you, know, you know who we need, we need to hook you up with because I've got them hooked up with, with uh, gun owners, San Diego, or San Diego County gun owners. And that's S-T-O-R-C, San oh, yeah. Diego Off-Road Coalition. Oh, yeah, we actually do work with them on a lot of stuff. On cleanups. Yeah, on cleanups. Because yeah. it's the same thing. The off-road community, I mean, they're they're trying to do everything humanly possible oh, to I shut know. down the trails, the deserts, you name it. And they use trash yeah. as an example. And they start with one, they'll say like, okay, well, no more off-roading. And then they said no more shooting, and or they go no more shooting, no more off roading. It's all tied. And then together. no more camping. And then no, and no camping, more walking, no hiking. Yeah, you, know, you can't bring your dog there anymore. Right. Well, no, and they and sand the sand sports shows going on right now up yeah. in up in the uh, wherever the heck it's going, and that's where my two co-hosts called in from. Yeah. And the groups, kind of like what your group is, they're so big and they're so strong, and they are definitely a thorn in the side of the government oh and they should be i mean the government it shouldn't be easy for them to legislate no it should be a debate it should be open to the public and that's what public meetings are their public meetings are specifically designed for the public to participate which includes booing and clapping and you know aren't politicians i might have this wrong but public servants yes what i know know, what a concept But you, know, you never knew that, did you? The concept that there, if you actually look at the power structure of San Diego County on this county's website, at the very top above the Board of Supervisors, the people, and then the Board of Supervisors, and then like, you know, every, yeah. all the employees under. But they don't that. talk about that. No, they don't like to publicize. You have to dig pretty deep to find that, but yeah. it's there. It's there. See, yeah. and that's, 
And again, I it's like I did a whole hour. You have if you want to make change, voting is one way. Oh, that's a big way. Yeah, and getting involved like you're doing is another way. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things. Like, there's all these little groups out there that run on very tight, small budgets. You well, know, if, if a budget at all, if at all, yeah. If, if they're not just paying out of your own pocket, so. I mean, if people just reach out to some of these small organizations, well, like ours, mm-hmm. you know, and you can donate or volunteer even, just any of those things help to set back, you know, the costs and the, the work. And so it's not falling on just a handful of people. Right. Yeah. But see, the left or the other group yeah. has all the money they need. And they're very well organized. Yes. Um, when you go to see, like, the funny thing is, is when they have like a march of some type. It's not just one issue. It's like 20 different issues, mm-hmm. but they all agree, let's show up on this day at this time. The people on, you know, the more conservative end, they don't do that. No. They just do their own thing. And well, because we don't want to cause any trouble. We're, we, yeah. You know, we're pretty complacent and we just want to live our lives and raise our kids and go to work and pay taxes. Yeah. Go to work and pay, well, I don't know about paying taxes, but go <laughs> well, to work. But, you know, the other side, if, and, and I guess the best way to do it, if they have a buzzword, the left, Everybody on the left uses. Oh yeah, their their marketing is, is actually very good. It is <laughs> it's a phenomenal, and that's why I think it's as hard as it is for the right to win. But you have to. I mean, you just like you, you can't give up. Can't give up. I mean, how many how many gun shows have you heard of in Southern California? No, not many anymore. You might have you might have them on podcasting, and but I mean, on a fifty thousand yeah, watch there's station, a handful. Yeah. Yeah. And but you can't give up. You you cannot stop the fight. Well, people need to realize like the man right now is the left. It's right. The anti-gun, anti-rights. They want to like tax your property. Yep. They want the working class to basically work down to their stumps. You know, they want and then to meter my well. Yeah. It's my water. I paid for this property. You can't come in and put a meter on my well. Oh yeah, and then the, the the one of the big issues why I wanted to run as well for city council is there if I can get on city council, I can get on the sandag board where they want to do the per mile tax. I think they should just eliminate sandag. That'll save yeah, they you. Should disband it. Then you can go straight to governor. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, do you have trouble uh, fitting in a workout? Yeah, of course I do. I'm very busy. Well, you got to try LeoFit. LeoFit is a super high-tech gym that delivers the benefits of three to six hours of traditional strength training in just two 20-minute sessions a week. Yes, that sounds hard to believe, but because the machines are computer-controlled, they deliver the maximum weight you can safely handle by the second. That's how you you get the highest possible return on your finesse in, or fitness investment. So, founded by Leo Hamill at the jewelry store, Leo Fit guarantees increased metabolism, strength, and fitness in every session. 
You will not understand how effective it is until you try. 20 minutes twice a week replaces hours of weightlifting and aerobics. You can sign up on the website at leofitlabs.com or type leofit in your browser for more information and sign up for a free session. And you know, Alicia, we should send Action Jackson and put him down there to Leo Fit and see if he comes back looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I'm think? in. What do you think, Jackson? Yeah, you could do all that weightlifting. I'll cross my fingers. Yeah. You'll look good. You'll be all buff. You'll look like Mike. All right, so we got Mike Johnson. Not that Mike. We got this Mike here. Yeah. <laughs> Campaigning for city council in Escondido. So, by the way, you got endorsed by San Diego County. Yeah, Governor. that's good news. I yeah, mean, that's real good news because <laughs> he's not the easiest guy to make happy, let me it's, tell it's, you. It's, you got to get, you know, answer the right questions, say the right things to get endorsed. So, so when do, when, when's the election? So, November 8th is the election, but the mail-in ballots actually go out October 10th. Okay. So technically, once you get the mail-in ballot, you can just start mailing them back. I'm not a mail-in fan. Yeah, I'm more of a do it. In I want to go in and stare at somebody yeah. when I hand them. I like filling out little boxes. And I also like handing them my my driver's license. Yeah, being do, just to watch them get. No, they do. They get they, all they freaked get all out. Well, oh, no, no, don't, don't give me that. Like, yeah, yeah. You go. Oh, 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 oh we don't want to know who you are. Yeah, it's like you put a flaming dog bag of dog poop on their. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, no, 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 no. I know. I hear. You. <laughs> all right, so. We're very optimistic at this station and this show. So you win. Okay. What does that do to the Escondido board? How does that balance as far as left and right? So right now the Escondido city council is, there's three, like it's, it's technically a nonpartisan position, but let's be honest. It's, there's three conservatives, three conservative city council members, and then the mayor and one, the person I'm running against is very, they're Democrats. Okay. I mean, let's just be honest. That's so if you get in, would you say you have the majority as conservatives? So right now, the one other city council seat, my city council seat, and then the, the one I'm running for, and then the mayor is all up for election. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a there's another there's a conservative person running named Dame White. He's mm-hmm. he's actually on the school board right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also endorsed. By San Diego County mm, Governor okay. as well. And what's he running for? He's running for mayor. Okay. Um, and then uh, Joe Garcia, he's on the city council now, but he's running. So he's in one district, but with redistricting, he actually lives now in another district. So okay. He's, he's actually just running for his new district. Um, so he's, I would say he's the incumbent because he's already on the council. Yeah, he's already on. Yeah. And then there's another person running, I don't remember. Um, but basically, if we get it to go if i win and garcia keeps you know gets his new seat and dane wins his seat then it would be pretty much all i guess a more conservative more so than it is more moderate to conservative city council um right you know so i think if we get it going that way what that does is that allows us right now we actually don't have a representative on sandag because the mayor was on the board we didn't the city council didn't have faith in him to do what's best for the city, so they voted him off. And then the second replacement was Consuelo Martinez. They voted that they didn't want her on it either because she was just going to do what the mayor was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mike Morosco was the the second you know alternative, and the mayor wouldn't allow him to be on the board. So right now we actually have no representation in Zandek. Wow. Because they don't want to give it to a conservative person. Um, so... 
first things first, you know. So if the mayor, the mayor who's a conservative, makes it gets to a point who goes to Sandag, okay, and then the the council votes on it. Um, so right now we have no representative. So okay. first thing, if I get elected, um, well, first thing I want to do is I want to audit everything. I want to figure out all the revenue coming in and all the revenue going out because uh, there's a discrepancy that I've seen from my research that, mm -hmm. you know, the, the budget that we're working with in Escondido with a population of 150,000 people is very low, mm -hmm. you know, for what it should be. Mm -hmm. um, there's, and there's, there's a big mess of unincorporated and incorporated mm -hmm. land that needs to be resolved that hasn't been, which would help to give us more revenue. Um, but the biggest thing we need to do is we need a representative on Sandag. Right. Um, well, well, now what would that do for you if you get that? That would at least give us a voice on Sandag. And, you know, everyone that that I've talked to, you know, either Joe, Mike, or me, or even Dane, any one of us would want to go on Sandag and say, we oppose the mileage tax. Okay. Now, Sandag is? The San Diego Association of Governments. Okay. Um, they're the ones that decide where the transnet money so all the gas tax money that you've been paying for the last 30 years, they decide where that, that goes, where that goes locally. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, a lot of that is right now. There's something called a weighted vote that Lorena Gonzalez pushed because she wanted to make sure that the union have union heavy cities had more of a say on Sandag than sure. non-union ones. Um, basically, there's a blatant way as can be. Too. Oh, yeah. There's a weighted vote now where San Diego and Chula Vista, because they have more people they can they can say hey we just do whatever we want right. and the rest of you small cities we don't really you, care about yeah you, you guys just do and, whatever and, you and that's you what can. they've been doing um you know even though we were promised that they would fix like the 78 the 67 the 52 like all the smaller freeways where they really need improvements i mean the funny thing is is these these smaller freeways everybody uses as backways around traffic and everything else. And people are dying on these roads because they have not made these improvements. Well, and not only that, have you ever tried to go down the 15 and figure out what lane you're in? Oh, I know. It's have crazy. you tried that? Just yesterday. Where it's all wonky. That's enough to, well, and then it turns and goes well, left and right. A good example is like the, the 78 and the five, you know, you can go to the five North off the 78. No problem. You have Did to go to a stoplight to go on to the five south like I know. That, that should have been fixed like 20 years ago yeah it's not like they don't have the money yeah and even the 15 and the 78 merges they kind of like kind of did it but they didn't complete it yeah. how they were supposed to that's a nightmare i mean they're the, the 67 it's supposed to be four lanes all the way up it's two halfway i know people are flying off the road i know freeway. it's 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 so bad but like you said they the only way to fix it is you get, need better representation. You need better representation. And people willing to work with the other small cities and put our feet down and be like, you know what? No, we're not doing that anymore. Right. You know, and there's a way, and if La Mesa kind of, you know, the, the candidate that at San Diego County gun owners backed, if she gets to stay on the city council and keep it the way it is, right. and if Escondido goes the way I hope it does, and some of these other small cities stay the way they are, we can stand up to these bigger cities right. and, you know, get better representation on Sandag and bring, you know, a lot of it is bringing a lot of the promises to fruition. That well, we it's were just promised. what you're promised and yeah. what you deserve. You know, we all sign all voters approved this tax because they thought we were going to get Something. certain things done Yeah, and they're not doing it. Right. Instead, they're, they're funneling a majority of their money into transit, which only two to 3% of people use. 
and bike lanes, right. which uh, even less use. Oh, don't even bring up bike lanes because yeah. they're destroying small businesses. Well, with it's bike destroying lanes. small businesses. It's not fair to people with disabilities like myself. It's not fair to people with families or people with children with autism. Like, what are you going to throw your kid on the back of a bike? Yeah, you know, and go pick up your groceries. Yeah, no, I know. You need to be able to park. There needs to be parking spaces That's, for people to park. But and what happened to all of the you know? There's people running around looking for buildings and businesses that aren't, you know, don't, don't take care of the handicapped. Oh yeah. And now all of a sudden those people are gone. Yeah. And they don't, they don't care. They pretend to care about people like people no. with disabilities and illnesses and the elderly, but they don't, you know, even look at the, all the shutdowns that happened recently that hurt people with disabilities more than anybody. Yeah. And they, they, don't. they don't care. They just prop them up as pawns. They like to talk about political sure. pawns. They'll use disabled and that's what sd must has actually been doing for years is we've been standing up for people that were underrepresented people right. with disabilities el the elderly you know retired military um you know minority groups that a lot of these gun laws that they pass those are the people that get hurt the worst sure disproportionately yeah. you know like these gun storage laws you know that's one of the things like in escondido the unincorporated areas of escondidos they have to abide by the county gun storage laws that they made up but the city of escondido can do what the city of escondido decides what's best right. you know oh i know it's well i live in alpine yeah you know so yeah. i'm i'm on the outskirts too you know we just want to put a wall up so nobody can come up but there how do you think they enforce these laws they enforce it when they go there for like a wellness check right or they go there to check on someone who gets like you know, disability or IHSS or gets, mm -hmm. you know, welfare of some sort. They send someone out there and they happen to see a gun that's out and then they call what? The sheriff? Yeah. To come. Take it away. You know, charge them with a felony. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Right. They're not. You, do you think they're going to like some rich house in like La Jolla or no. Encinitas or anything like that and being like, oh, let's crack down? Yeah. No. Well, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not, not. Not in the least. It's, yeah. gun and it's no different than the 87,000. Uh, in, or, uh, uh, F, what do you call it? Oh, the armed the, 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 IRS agents? The IRS agents. They're going to go after... They're, they're not they, going they after... Go they go primarily <laughs> after Hispanic and black people that right. are lower income. Right. Those are the people they audit more than anyone you else. You don't think they're going to go to Martha's Village? Yeah, they're going to go to Martha's Vineyard and start cracking down on, yeah. you know, with their armed guards kicking and in And they doors. actually think we believe this. No, it's... They, they don't want... They don't care about gun safety. That's what they call it now. They don't want gun safety. They want gun control. That's what it is. Yeah, because because they're going to use guns. they're going to use armed people to go in and take your guns right. and to go in and enforce all of these laws that they keep passing. Sad. And I'm opposed to that. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I got the endorsement. Right. Well, no, exactly. So how's how's your chances look? I think it's pretty good. You know, I think I'm running as an independent because. You know, they say it's nonpartisan, but I'm truly nonpartisan. I'm running as an independent. The only special interest I want to serve is the people. Right. And I want to bring local, like, focus back to local issues, not right. global issues. Right. Or state or yeah, federal issues. I want to worry about Escondido issues, right. and that's it. Right. Yeah, you just right. got a movie theater a few years back. That's the first time I'd seen a movie theater in Escondido. Yeah, the, there needs deal. to bring a lot more business back to Escondido. Without a shadow of a doubt. All right. We're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, 
folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. <laughs> All right. Well, if Jackson, you're like, can you do that? Yep. If you're like me, you don't have enough holsters in your holster jar. Maybe a clinger holster is, is for you. Alicia has the gear review next. But first, do you know we have a world-class flight training school here in San Diego? Pilots can fly almost every day. We're close to the ocean, the desert, and the mountains. And that's why San Diego is one of the best places to learn how to fly in the world. You can learn to fly in sunny San Diego right at Montgomery Field. Getting started is super easy. Call 858-569-1822. 858-569-1822. All right, you're going to go ahead and do your, let's do your gear review. Do that first? Okay. Sure. All right, so, uh, you know, just, just like Jackson uh, hinted at, so for those of us who are gun enthusiasts or shooters of any type, um, whether it's a hobbyist or, you know, whether you compete, whatever it may be, I'm sure we all have a drawer of holsters. And I thought it'd be kind of an... Um, you know, there, and, and, you know, there's a lot of the main brands that a lot of us have heard of, and we probably all have. But I thought, let's give some of the smaller guys a shot, some of the ones that are lesser known. So I uh, went ahead and did a little bit of research. I found this one called Clinger Holsters, um, and I gave it a shot. And so the holster, um, so I'll go ahead and show you here. So the holster, um, they have several different attachment points. This is a concealed holster inside the waistband. Um, it does have an attachment point here that you can see is a piece of leather so it's it's malleable it'll mold to the body um, and then the clips do hold a decent sized belt um, by way of review one thing that i noticed is that if i had if i did not have a thicker belt the the clip did not hold all that well um, on you know just practicing drawing on occasion it might slip and pop out just a bit so if you're going to go with this guy i would highly recommend that you wear a good thick heavy belt um you know your your thinner belts may not be all that great for it uh they do sell well, the package. belt that you reviewed last week would have been perfect absolutely absolutely what was the name of that belt uh that was the uh the uh, core the core belt all right so they also have a second um they have a package deal to where you actually get a second shell um and i opted for two different uh this is this is a smith and wesson this one here is a glock um you can you don't have to get both shells uh the same it will let you customize and get two different shells um, on this one i did use a more of a low profile um clip um that i wanted to kind of i want to test both options out what's nice is it has a pivot point here so it allows you to um, change the cant or the angle of the holster and it does sit pretty low um, in, in the waist on the belt um, it is a good kydex that's good and strong it does completely cover your trigger guard all those good important things that you need in a holster so the one thing though that makes them a little bit different that um, i really like is that they have this additional little piece on the back called a cushion that simply they give you some velcro pieces that you attach so this piece here goes up against your body and it, it just gives a little bit of cushion support so that you, that, I don't know how often you've ever worn a Kydex holster, but yeah, Kydex up against the skin, side, it rubs, yeah. you get sweaty. Um, some people get like a little bit of a heat rash. It's just not all that comfortable. So this additional pad that you can place on the back of your holster um, just gives a, not, a nice soft surface up against the skin. It does absorb that sweat if you happen to get some. It's just, I have had no issues with rubbing. Um, or chafing or heat rash or any of those things that I've had um, with other holster types. Um, one thing that I've also done is um, I have I have given this clinger holster um, a good ride. I've, I've used it quite a bit. 
Um, but it's not the one that I use all the time. Depending on what I'm wearing and what I'm doing, sometimes I do choose a different holster. But what's kind of nice is I just have gone out, went to the local store, got some more additional Velcro tabs, and I actually will place this cushion on my other holsters too. So the Clinger holster setup, um, I'd say it's a pretty decent holster. My only complaint or recommendation would be that I would like to, I would love to see them strengthen these clips a little bit, not to have so much give. Um, it, it has more than I think is necessary. Um, I would like to see it hug a little tighter. Um, other than that, I found it to be a great holster. The retention on it is pretty decent. Um, they do have some additional attachment points. This is the, the, the attachment point that you could place this clip here. Um, what's nice is they do have additional, it's, 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 they have additional pieces on some people like gadgets and pieces. Um, you can turn any of their holsters into an outside, outside the waistband, um, holster. If you choose to, the attachment points are on both sides of the holster. So it can be left or right inside or outside the waistband. So if you want kind of a one, um, for lack of a better term, one size fits all, um, all your purposes, and you don't mind changing a few screws on occasion. It's actually a pretty decent holster that it meets a lot of those needs, um, and uh, and I actually pretty enjoyed it. It was it was one that I kind of came across by chance on the on the internet. I just was kind of doing a search on holsters, came across it, and decided to give it a try. So I would say definitely it's one to give it a try, especially if you have a need um, for some different options inside outside. Um, you know, different concealment options. Um, as far as pricing goes, if you want to get just the simple, the simple holster with this set up here, this is 49. If you want just this guy, this is 69. If you want to get the combo of all the pieces, it's, I believe it was 109 or 106. Um, and so in, in addition to the, the pricing there, they are actually giving us a special discount code. I reached out to Clinger Holsters. They are giving us a special promo code. They are giving all listeners 10% off with the promo code GOR10. Okay. Colors? I, ooh, all black. I believe I, you know, I only saw black when I was ordering. Well, that's a Henry Ford thing. Yeah. You can have any <laughs> color you want as long as it's black. Yeah, as long as it's black. There you go. All right. Well, that was a good review. And um, so did you talk to him about the belt being a little bit tighter, the clip? Yeah, I haven't actually given that feedback to them yet. I'll be reaching. So, so we've been in contact with them, and what's kind of neat is they also are going to be giving us some freebie things that we're going to be giving away some listeners. So oh. I'm in contact with the company. What's kind of funny is the the woman I've been working with or talking to with uh, Clinger Holsters actually grew up in San Diego. So she's yeah. a local, but she lives out of state now. So we kind of we bonded a little bit, so we'll be talking. Um, but So they are going to be doing a giveaway. They're mailing us some goodies. And if you are interested yeah. in getting your name in that drawing for that giveaway, you can just sign up at gunownersradio.com backslash subscribe, and we'll be picking a winner next week. Ah, free goodies. Free goodies. Action Jackson probably wants them all. Uh, depending on what they are. Yeah, I had a funny feeling. All right. <laughs> So now, is this only on the internet, or do any of the gun stores carry them? I, I've seen them not like. No, it's only online. Only so online. yeah, okay, all right. So discount gun marks not carrying. No, nope, they are not. No, nope, online only. So just look at cleaner. Is that what they? Is that what cleaner kind of wants? Staying online. That's that's a great it's easier, question. It's easier to follow and, and control inventory when it's that's online true. versus. Yeah. And you know when you when you build a custom product that's molded uh, to different um, gun types, they and they will they will mold if you have, for example, a light laser red dot. They will make those cutouts and those oh. those custom. So you actually you. go online and custom yes, make your stock. Okay, yep. there you go. And, and that's, that's really what you want. Yeah, and it's hard to do. It's hard to supply that to a store. It's hard to anticipate what the needs are going to be. Well, and so. you got 
A lot, yeah, I mean, of, a lot of stock. All the variations, can you yeah. imagine? Right. You'd be busy. Yeah, right? your overhead would be nuts. Have to <laughs> yeah, that would be too. Stuff. And then what sells yeah. and what doesn't sell. <laughs> and if you do it on consignment, which most gun stores or businesses mm-hmm. want everything on consignment, mm-hmm. now you got to keep track of it. Yeah. Not worth it. Been there, done that. Yeah, online. All right, that, that's pretty cool. So uh, how many more holsters do you own? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> you just have like a duffel bag of I have a somewhere? big, I have, I do, I have a big bag. I'd say at least 10 to 15. More than shoes? I Yes, yes. You have more holsters <laughs> yeah, than you have shoes. <laughs> I do. And this is it's coming true. from a girl. It's, it's like true. shoes for That's your gun. Right. Well, comfort's comfort. That's right. Right? It's important. Comfort's and you, comfort. And you're not going to know until you get on your body if you like it. It oh, can yeah. look great in an ad. It can look great on someone else. It can look great in the store. You have to wear it around for a while and right. figure out how bad it is. And yeah, and it, and it can it feel is. great the first five minutes. But, right. you know, you go and you sit, you walk. You, you get in a car. Yeah. Driving a car. Yeah. Yeah. Try drawing from sitting down in your car. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. All right. So you give it a scale of one to ten. What would you give it? So I, you know, the, the so for me the clip issue is is a concern. I, I, other than that, I think it's a great holster. Um, I, if they improve that clip, I'd say it's a ten. I, at this point with the clip, I'd say it's more of an eight. Okay. To be fair. It's too bad they couldn't make that clip like adjustable. I, I just I would like to see it more firm. Yeah. I feel it like does it's, seem it, a little it, on the flimsy it, side. It, it just yeah. a little. It's it's not. All they really I've, have, I have to. I've uh, had worse. Yeah, they could upgrade the clip. Just put that a would heavier, be wonderful. beefier clip. It's almost like clip. they made it for like people that wear thick jeans and pants, you know, Maybe. with your belt. Cause then but I, I think, the, but I wonder if the core belt would make it make that different. It it still slipped on me. On oh, you, oh, that's right. Yeah, you I, did, have. I tried it. Um, it wasn't a hundred percent. It was, I'd say, it was maybe thirty percent of the time. I would get some rise, uh-huh. and you know, for me, yeah. that's a little, you know, it's a little so, much. A little bit more than I would prefer. Yeah. However, so yeah. So, did you like it inside or outside? Oh, I wear inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Just so it's more concealed. Um. Yeah. So my preference is on my. There are times where I need an outside the waistband holster. Um. My outside, I prefer a, a, a can't uh, away from the, the body. Can't. This doesn't provide that. This oh. is going to be a pretty pro, um, low profile. Gotcha. So my preference is this is inside. Gotcha. For me. All right. Well, that sounds sounds like a, a good way to go. So, folks. Keep an eye out. Uh, get on San Diego or San Diego County Gun Owners dot com. So sign up at gun dot com backslash subscribe. Don't mind me. All right. Dave. If you want to win something, we don't know what it's going to be yet. Well, I do, but I want it to be a surprise. Oh, don't you hate surprises? <laughs> don't you hate surprises, Action Jackson? Yes and no. You like Only your- in my food. You like your birthday? <laughs> yes. You want to see what you get before your birthday? Or Kinda. can you wait? When is your birthday? April 13th. April 15th? 13th. 13th? Oh, you got to wait a whole year, almost. But it's coming sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. All right. I think really quickly, I think Jackson has a question for Mike. What do yeah. you think, Jackson? You ask a question? Yeah, you got a question for Mike? Uh... What's your favorite gun? Oh, what's your favorite gun, Mike? My favorite gun? I mean, I see guns as tools, so depending on the purpose, depends on, I guess, I think my favorite gun is a... Which one makes you smile? I have a Kimber Pro Carry 2 1911 that's probably like things just like a... 
that would drive nails with that thing. That just makes you smile, right? Yeah, I mean, and I got it as a gift, and I think that's why I like it so much, because it was a present. All right, well, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM, Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Hey folks, Gun Prom is coming to the Inland Empire. Get your dresses and suits ready, dust off those dancing shoes, and get ready to celebrate and support the Second Amendment. You can join us and other Second Amendment supporters on November 12th, 2022 at March Air Museum in Riverside. Celebrate with delicious food, drinks, dancing, and you get to see a few airplanes. Don't miss your chance to win some amazing prizes, too. And support the Second Amendment at the same time. Get your tickets now at gunprom.com. Okay, we got Carla Talley. We're going to bring her on. But first, we're going to let Mike just kind of throw a little plug out. He's running for Escondido City Council. How can people help you? So if you go to Mike the number four and d1.com um you can there's a link there links there where you can donate to my campaign which you know i need help because i'm running as an independent and then or if you want to volunteer i need people to kind of help me what i've been doing most of my work really with that is i'm going door to door just knocking on doors asking people what you know what they need what they need what they want fixed what they like and don't like about escondido but you know if you want to volunteer i need people that can go around putting door hangers on and just so people can see See my lovely face and yeah, you know. How's the reception by knocking on doors? Honestly, I that's almost what I love most. Even with like the SD must stuff, is just talking to people. I love yeah. going out with the people and being with like my, my neighbors and everyone else. But yeah, it's been really good. Most people like are glad I'm there. They say thank you when I leave. It's, wow, it's very Escondido. I love Escondido. That's why I moved there. I mean, everyone oh, yeah. there is. It's like a community. You know. You know, it doesn't matter what race you are or what language you speak or yeah. what church you go to or any of that. It's like you realize this is your neighbor. And That's like right. They, you get that connection, like, right away. It's amazing. It's, and you got a really good car show, too. Oh, yeah. The the Cruising, cruising Grand is Grand. awesome. Yeah. I mean, that, that's been going on for a while. I mean, it, I wish I had an old car. I'm actually look probably going to try to you buy You do. It. You got an old Ford Jeep. You're halfway there, yeah, I brother. I got an old Jeep Grand Cherokee. But, <laughs> I mean, I actually want to get an older truck, like an old pre-73 truck and just, uh, you know, Make, I might have something for you. We'll talk off air. Yeah, I gotta we'll talk go off look because I actually I gotta go look at a '69 three quarter ton Chevy. Oh, that's Monday. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk to Carla Tally. She's throwing a party. I'm here. How is everyone? We're doing wonderful. So the party's getting ready to rock and roll. Oh, it's it's all coming together. I can't wait. So tell the folks why they should drive all the way to the Inland Empire. <laughs> because it's going to be Inland Empire's uh, event of the year. See, I knew you had a, a good yeah. excuse. Yes, it's going to be the best event. We're going to have Cowboy West Production serving up some great barbecue. 
Um, The wine trailer will be out. They'll be there to serve up drinks. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is bringing their smokeless shooting simulator out for some target shooting fun. And then we have some great auction items up for grabs. We have uh, an all-inclusive Caribbean five-day trip for two adults, a five-day trip to Cabo in Costa Rica. And my favorite is the Kentucky Bourbon Experience in Lexington for two adults. That includes a three-night stay at a four-star hotel a private tour of three of the boutique distilleries, tastings included, a private executive car with a driver, and dinner at Jeff Ruby Steakhouse. Wow. Darn. That's kind of, yes. yeah, that's worth it right then and there. I had some family that did that. And <laughs> did you? They said it was awesome. Right? I bet. Going to all the little, the, the little the distilleries. distilleries. Yeah, there's some cool opportunities out there. Yeah, no kidding. So when's the date of your event? November 12th. And it's at 5 p.m. And we're holding it at March Air Museum in Riverside on Van Buren. And that is a pretty cool museum as well, if you're into aviation. It's beautiful. And oh. that's one of the things we, we ask them to leave the planes in the building for us so that we can enjoy that. Sure. I know. I love, I love going to aviation museums. I think they're the coolest things ever. So... Yeah. How did you become the executive director? What, you didn't show up to a meeting? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that's a good question, because when I joined as a member, I had no intentions of being the executive director. But then my predecessor decided that um, she was going to move out of state with her husband because he had a job transfer. And I knew everything was going to fall on the shoulders of Michael Schwartz. So I offered to do some back office stuff. And over the few weeks that I was doing that, Michael and Wendy were handing me more and more work. And after about a month and a half or so, he's like, well, why don't you become the executive director? You're already doing almost everything. And so I did. And I did it part-time for a while and realized that it needed to be a full-time job. So last July, I resigned from my job as a DOD contractor with the Navy of 28 years and started doing this full-time. Wow. You know, you must have that same disease Schwartz has. Because he was heavy duty into the banking world, doing really well, not having any problems. Next thing you know, he quits his job, and now he he started as you know San Diego County uh, gun owners. And so you guys got to quit going to lunch together. I think it's, he's infectious. <laughs> well, you know, it's a worthwhile cause. You know, our Second Amendment is very important, and I firmly believe that if we allow our Second Amendment rights to be removed, all the other ones will follow shortly. And uh, that should worry everyone, not just gun owners. Well, it's kind of like our guest that's in studio. You know, he lives in Escondido, and he realized that he needs to do something. So he's running for city council. Has he ever ran for public office in the past? No, that we're aware of. Well, he said he lost. Well, we need to be a government a, of the people. You know, yeah. like, but he lost, in, he lost when he was in high school. But that's his only <laughs> defeat so far. <laughs> It's not a government of career politicians. You know, right? Yeah, it's and, not supposed you know, to be. I hear a lot of people doing that now. Yeah. It's wonderful. Well, I think, you know, much as I hated COVID, I think that this COVID was one of the best things that could have happened, getting people off the couches, whether it be school board, city council, or what have you. But, but what I want to do is I want to see people like Mike to go in and change the mindset of the council meetings to where the public, you know, is is welcome to come to oh, the they meetings. They should be more involved. To be yeah. more involved, because yeah. the more people that that join up, 
with right like-minded causes, the more we can get done. If you go to some small town councils in like the you know the middle of America or even the middle of California, almost the whole town shows up. You know, yeah. it's a population of like a hundred people, and like ninety of them are there. Yeah, exactly. You know, because they want to take part in what's going on in their town and. Like, I wish people were more like that here because there's a lot of, you know, what people feel like a small town where you know everybody. Yeah, but they don't want to. They don't yeah. want to invite you because they they can get a lot oh, more. Oh, no, because then they can't, they can't slip things under the radar like exactly. they've been doing. So, so now that you've dove into this, um, do you see going up the ladder or just staying right where you're at and just keep making, you know, the Inland Empire better and better and better? Well, you know, right now, the, my concentration is just making the Inland Empire better and right. better. Right. Um, you know, once I feel that I can't make a difference in my position, then I may go up further. Right. Um, but as long as I'm making a difference here, I'm, I'm content. So what, what's consistent of the Inland Empire? What is it? Inland Empire is Riverside, San Bernardino County. Um, okay. San Bernardino, of course, we know is the largest county in the nation. Riverside is, I believe, the 12th or 13th largest. So it encompasses a vast footprint mm-hmm. of, of cities and stuff. So we yeah. have, I believe, it's like 73 cities in each county. Wow. Huge. That's amazing. Yeah. That's it's amazing. huge. Well, and it's so much unincorporated land there, too. Right. Yeah. So I take it you shoot. I do. Okay. And, and, you know, and that's a funny story because up until about 12, 13 years ago, I didn't. Really? Okay. I was, yes. I was these, I guess, conversion people um, <laughs> that when my daughter was young, she's in her 30s now, but when she was little, I didn't even want her to have a squirt gun because I felt like it was kind of like a gateway thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. 15, yeah, 15 years ago, I found myself a single mother with a teenage daughter living on my own for the first time in 20 years, and I didn't feel as invulnerable as I did when I was in my late teens and early 20s. I'll tell you what, hold, so, hold that thought. we got to yes. take a quick break because we have a rude board op. He decided to play music right in the middle of a great uh, edgier chair story, but we'll do it when we come back. So don't touch that dial, folks. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, you got to read something, Sunshine. Oh, my gosh, the work you have to do. Helping pro-gun officials get elected is is one of of the top things we do around here. Let's learn more with Carla Taylor. You got it. But first... A lot of companies are so frustrated with their websites. Looks old, out of date. It's not getting customers. But guess what? SageTree gets it. Since 2005, SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and get leads. Stop being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share. Contact SageTree today to get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is super easy. 
866-728-9100, 866-728-9100, and let's get your website fixed today. All right, we got Carla Talley back again, and uh, a couple of questions Mike asked us, and, and Carla, welcome back. So why do you focus so much on local ele- elections, especially, you know, endorsing candidates? Well, we are playing the long game because let's face it, when people get into politics, they don't just start out on the school board to stay on the school board. Um, so we go out, we, we elect local politicians, we help them get into local offices, and then we help kind of push them up so that by the time they get to Sacramento and Washington, we have a friendly Second Amendment person in office that we can rely on. Gotcha. Makes perfectly good sense. Yep. Yeah, it's like people don't just start off as governor, you know, or, you know, in Congress. Didn't do any worse. No, they start off on a commission right. or like a committee or they start off at mm-hmm. water board or school board. Well, they got to get their feet wet and just see what yeah. this is going to be all about. Well, then they get name recognition right. and they can prove they can do the job. Well, and they got to prove, prove themselves to yeah. the public. I mean, <clears throat> Right, me. and we already have some really great organizations that work at the state and federal level, and we were lacking on the local level and saw, mm. you know, and an opening, and that's where we kind of stepped in and said, "Hey, let's start here and push them up." Right. It's like the farm league for baseball. You know, they start exactly Triple A yeah. and work their way to the majors. And then when they see a superstar, they go, "Ooh, we got to bring this yeah, guy." Yeah, and they just push them up. To the up. Top. Yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Um, so, how do how do officials get endorsed through the Inland uh, Empire? Well, the first step would be to fill out our candidate questionnaire on our website. It can be found under the elections tab. Then once that's submitted, it gets sent to me, and then I will contact them, have a meeting. Sometimes I'll go out to meet and greet and uh, talk to local candidates and invite them to fill out the questionnaire if I feel that what they're saying on the stage is is you know, good for us because we are second amendment focused. Mm-hmm. And then I do some internet research to make sure that they're a viable candidate, talk to them about finances and where they, they stand on the issue of second amendment. And then I bring it to my advisory board and then my advisory board will vote, you know, giving all the information that I've given them, my advisory will board yay or nay. And then we let them know whether we endorsed them or not. Sometimes they have some more questions but then we reach back out to the candidate ask those questions get them answered and and then we put out our voter guide you ever had to turn somebody down we have um actually there has been people who submitted questionnaires that weren't all that great um and then their comments or response when i reached back out to them why they didn't answer you know great uh, that they're supporting and they're going to go out of their way to support and they will do everything they can to help support the second amendment. It's just, it's an insufficient answer if they say that it's anything other than I'm jumping in full feet and I'm going to, you know, help Mm -hmm. you out. And so then we say, no, it's, you know, sorry, we're probably not the, the, you know, organization that you went to endorse. Um, but then sometimes we do have, maybe they answer one question that isn't great but they have a really great reason not to, Mm. Um, you know, example, you know, our last board meeting, we had um, a a candidate that answered that um, it it was regarding the magazine ban. And he said he does not support and will not do anything to oppose 
the the magazine ban. So I reached out and talked to him, and his reasoning was that he said that even though there's a 10-round limit on the mags themselves, there's not a limit on the amount of mags you can carry. So he didn't feel that that in itself was a major issue Mm. and that there's numerous other laws and bans that he felt that needed more focus before this one. So I expressed that to my board, and they said, you know, that's a great answer. If it comes down to it and we don't have anything else to fight for, at least we can fight for that, and he would step up then. And, you know, so that's that's kind of where it goes. And we've also had some state people come and say, hey, can you endorse me? And we don't, you know, endorse at the state level, but I do offer the candidates to come out and talk to our members at meetings and events. Well, wait till you get as big as Michael, not figuratively (laughs) speaking, because when he turns people down, they get really upset. Like, what do you mean? How come you don't endorse me? I love it. I love it. Sometimes you'll bring them on radio and just kills them. So you're, I like to turn some of those people over to Michael, yes. Oh, he's well, brutal. Yeah. He comes across like a big teddy bear, but boy, when he gets his dander up, man, I'll tell you, he's he scares me sometimes. It's like the, I support the oh, Second yes. Amendment, but people. like Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Was like, yes. But, you know, we yes. need to do this. Well, like, we had a sheriff, in, or a guy running for a sheriff, that thought the red flag laws were just fine. Yeah, I have an oh. issue with the red and flag And Michael laws. just went sideways on him. <laughs> yeah, we when I when I have to send people to Michael, we usually try to play the good cop, bad cop. There you go. Cool. I am. Well, this is really cute, too, because I do local <laughs> television, and that same guy running for sheriff showed up at KUSI and he goes, Hey, you're Dave Stahl. I go, yeah. He says, you guys wouldn't endorse me. <laughs> and I go, are you still asking why after what Michael told you? And then he walked out of the room. He didn't want to talk to me. Oh, you know, and I think Michael told me that, that story. Yeah. It's, it's a great <laughs> one too, because Michael is just as passionate as you are. In fact, you can't call Michael a politician or a Republican or a Democrat or an independent. He don't want to hear it. He's a second amendment advocate and that's what he is. That's right. Yeah. He's about as that's nonpartisan right. as, I've as ever met anybody I've ever yeah. met. I mean, and he doesn't care what party you come from, but if you truly believe in your second amendment rights yeah. and the constitution, I guess other than me, I guess, then you're fine. <laughs> I think <laughs> me and him are both. I think me and him when, when uh, San Diego County gun owners was being formed, I remember he reached out to me cause I had been doing things you know, in the community before. And like, I met him and this guy's amazing. Like, Oh yeah. Very like, I think even like he jokes about like the Republicans, just like the second worst party, you know, I know, I know (laughs) he's brutal. He is absolutely brutal. So, all right, let's see. Carl, I have a quick question for you. Thank you. (laughs) Have you ever proactively had to pursue uh, anybody running for office to encourage them or, or, kind of entice them to fill out your questionnaire? Or do they really approach you looking for your endorsement? Oh, yeah. I would say about 90% of the people that we have on our list, I've had to go in and request them to fill out. I've had to, to kind of not wine and dine them, but go out and pursue them um, and tell them what we're about, what we're looking at, what we want in a candidate, and ask them to, to please fill out the questionnaire. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a time where they're going to come to you. Trust me. I mean, you guys have only, how long have you guys had this group going? Not even a year, has it? 
Well, we've been just over three years oh. when it was Riverside and San Bernardino separately. Oh, okay, it's gotcha. It's been just over a year that we merged them together. When I came nice. on, I suggested that we merge them together since right. I was handling yeah, both they have, counties. Yeah, they have mutual interests up there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And it's you might as well you know, do one instead of all these individual ones. Have you ever gone shooting out Bee Canyon up there? Yes. Yeah, that's that's one of the areas. I used to do cleanups up there, too. So yeah, He's a big cleanup guy. And- <laughs> Well, or, or and, out in Barstow. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. In fact, I do another mm-hmm. radio show. It's all off-road for the off-road community. Well, the majority of them shoot as well. So I've got uh, San Diego County gun owners and uh, uh, San Diego Off-Road Coalition working together on a cleanup. They're going to go do a cleanup oh, yeah. and a shoot. So yeah, yeah, nothing is as frustrating as when you're going out into the middle of the desert to do some shooting, and there's just trash there's everywhere. Mountains of garbage. And yeah. It's just yeah. tons. I mean, spent shells and and refrigerators and televisions. And, you know, clean and, it up. Yeah, yeah. We've been <laughs> successful here in San Diego, so it's been well, we nice. call it pack it in and pack it out. It's nice when we, actually the last exactly. few years we've gone to cleanups. We've actually like the first couple of years we filled like forty yard dumpsters. And then, then it was one forty-yard dumpster. Then it was like a little tiny dumpster. And now it's like we actually have to go out in the weeds and look for garbage sometimes because there's actually more and more responsible shooters, at least in our area, right. that go that keep it at bay. And we're we're trying to we're actually working with some groups in in the in the Inland Empire and Imperial that are actually working on stuff. So it's pretty interesting. Oh, good. Yeah, my husband and I started out as Cub Scout leaders. Um, we were uh, pack master and committee chair for our son's Cub Scout group for about four or five years. Yeah, right. And so we were, we were full, you know, full believers of trash or trash. Oh, you yeah. bring it in, you pack it you bring out. It in, you bring it out. Exactly. Yep. And, and pick up extra. So three years, how many people you got in the group? We have just over 500 people. Oh, nice. So that is, that is great. That's um, huge. Yeah. Yeah, we we have increased over the last year. We've added about a hundred people, if not more. Well, I think it's every time you go to an event and put up a booth. I mean, you yep. sign people up. I think it's because it's just a matter of people getting to know who you are. Yeah, if you're growing like twenty yes. percent a year, that's big. That's nice. Oh yes, and we have a fantastic tabletop program. Um, we have a gentleman that volunteers nearly every weekend. It's just been recently that we've told him he needs to stay home at least one weekend and spend time with his wife because he's every Saturday is doing tabletops, sometimes Saturdays and Sundays and runs the whole program for us. So he is just absolutely amazing. That is so cool. Cause that's what it takes, you know, and yeah. it just, it just got to chip away at it and chip away at it and chip away at it until all of a sudden you got more than you know what to do. It's crazy what, what one yeah. really motivated person can do to where it's, it's like infectious. If, if we just had like a hundred motivated people, it's right. like it's crazy right. what we get accomplished. Well, it's infectious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they infect. Yeah, they I get wish other I had motivated people. People like Mike Cook. Yeah. See, there you go. No, absolutely. All right. So we're talking about your prom. Yes. Uh, what's the date again? November twelfth at five p.m. at March Air Museum. All right. Well, you gonna hang with us one more segment? Absolutely. I'll be here. All right, kiddo. Hold on a moment. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, 
folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. slash Alpine. Hey, if you're looking to buy a refi, or if you're just considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. They make it easy. They work with a friendly expert team that will help you get the best deal on a mortgage. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com slash alpine. All right, we got Carla Talley. She is on the line, and she's the executive director of the Inland Empire Gun Owners. And so, Carla, I'm curious, how many gun stores and ranges would you say are in the Inland Empire? That is a very good question. I believe that Riverside has more, believe it or not, has more gun ranges than San Bernardino. San Bernardino has more outdoor ranges. But between the two, there's probably 10 ranges and 30 gun stores. Wow. Have you reached out to all of them? We have reached out to, I'd say, 90% of them. There are a few that we haven't reached out to because they're kind of like appointment only. But I have reached out to them to say, hey, if you ever go to, you know, business hours and you want us to come out or you're having a special event and you want us to come out, we are more than happy to come out. Right. So talk to me about walking the neighborhood and doing phone banks. Do you find that to be successful? It does. Um, I believe that it's fairly successful because you're, you're contacting people directly. And when they see how passionate you are about a candidate and the reasons why, then they get just as passionate as you are. So if you show them how important it is and get them fired up as you are, then they take that to the voting booth and, and vote for the, the right people. Because right. I got to tell you, if it wasn't for Mike and his voter guide, I'd be so lost. Uh, I can't wait to when I get home, I'm going to open it up, and I hope uh, Proposition 26 and 27 are in there because I have yet to figure out which way to go <laughs> with 26 or 27. They say yes, no, yes, no. Right, Alicia? Yeah. Which over. one? 26 or 27? Depends on which billboard you're looking at. Yeah, well, that's it in a nutshell. So I think right. you're right. Getting in, not in people's faces, but actually phys- answering their questions. Because, right. you know, see what you see in, in normal state and local guides. You know, they're confusing because you just don't know which which way to go. You don't. And and unless somebody's there to explain it to you, and there's and there's so much gray area because you have the the area where they're promoting it, it says this does that and this does that. Well, then you have to read all the attachments that they've put into it. They write in all this other uh, pork, I guess you can call it, um, that you wouldn't vote on if you saw actually what it was. You wouldn't want that. Right. But they add it to something that's important so that... Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Did you fall Somebody off? Somebody was saying, well, Michael Schwartz came on and said there was no sound. Yeah. Oh, just tell Michael Schwartz just to go duck on him. <laughs> and Harbor Tr- Patrol says no volume. <laughs> hey, we got no volume in there, son. Oh, no, that's got to be, that'd be you. 
We're not getting any volume on social media. Man's looking at it right now. That's okay. We'd rather talk okay. to him anyway. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> all right. So, so who are some of the superstars out there that you'd like to get their names out? Well, you know, our superstars, I would have to say, are our sheriffs because they are in the best position yeah. to actually do something for our Second Amendment community. So I would, I would, pro- we promote Sheriff Bianco and Sheriff Dykus. Um, in fact, we're talking about what we do, you know, walking in the neighborhoods and stuff. Michael Cook, who runs our tabletop program, also took it upon himself uh, last election in the for the primary election, picked up hundreds of signs for Sheriff Bianco and delivered them all across Riverside County to people who said they needed one. Wow. So, and, and that's just something that he did on his own. Um, he, you know, he was saying, well, I, I chose to do it, but you know, I, I do it for Inland Empire gun owners. I said, you know what? You are a rock star because people need them. They can't, some of them can't even get out of their homes because we have a lot of elderly, uh, a lot of people who are low income, who maybe not have cars. So he delivers anything that they want, you know, when it comes to signs and bumper stickers, we pass them out at our tabletops and our events and we, we publish in our weekly newsletter about them and where they can pick things up. So it's, it's really great. So our sheriffs are our biggest, uh, our biggest stars, mm-hmm. Sheriff Dykus in San Bernardino, Sheriff Bianco in Riverside are, you know, just our saviors here because they have a fantastic CCW program here. So how many CCWs do you guys think you have in in the Inland Empire? In Riverside County, I believe it is up to like 23,000. And in San Bernardino, I believe it's 13,000. Well, you make San Diego look sick. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) We've got 3 million people. Well, the thing is, in California, the other thing you can do as an organization is you can uh, go ballot harvesting. You can go help people figure out how to vote. Right. It's legal in California. Oh, Yeah. Yep, and in all of our tabletops, like I said, we have one all, nearly every weekend, and we are passing out the voter guides. We're talking about voting for the Second Amendment-friendly candidates, how to get out and vote. We've got tablets now on our tabletops that people can go in and sign up for our newsletter. So it's it's great to, to just get that information. Well, information's king because the people that yeah. write the different laws and prep, you know, propositions – you know, they do it intentionally to, for it to go their way. When they make them confuse, the, the ballot title is confusing. Right, that's why 26 and 27 yeah, has got knows? me totally stumped. So I've got to go home and pull out the guide, and hopefully Michael has done his homework and he's going to straighten me out. <laughs> you should see if there's any shooting ranges on the Indian reservations. Yeah, no, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Uh, Paula, there's Probably one right not. next door, actually. Paula. Yeah, yeah. Paula, but not but on the range itself. Effect. Yeah. I mean, not on the... It's right next to it, but not right. on, not the, on yeah. the reservation. Yeah. 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 No, I think I, I I think it's such a service that all of the, you know, the groups like Inland and San Diego and Orange County do to help people make the right decision because there's nobody else doing it. Well, because the Second right. Amendment ties into other rights, like you well, said earlier. Yeah. So yeah. It, yep. it usually, if they're for pro-Second Amendment, they're usually pretty pro-Constitution as well. But if you get the if you get the guide from the state of California, that's about as confusing as anything oh, I've ever read. Well, and like- when you get your guide from California, they do not have all the write-ups on the no. candidates because it costs like $2,500 just to put the write-up in the voter guide. Yeah, you have to California. pay for a, a candidate yes. statement. Exactly. You and, know how and flimsy it's, that it's paper is. 
Yeah, it's yeah. newspaper print. It's not yeah. even hot rod quality paper. I mean, it's newsprint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like they don't have the money. Yeah. Oh, they make the they make the candidates pay for just to have your candidates. Oh, do they really? In the voter yeah. guide, you have to pay for the publishing costs, and they're like, "Oh, it's because we have to print it in a bunch of languages, so that we want you have to pay for that." Oh my lord! <laughs> well, all right. So, man, I bet you're so excited about your. Uh, <laughs> Prom coming up? Oh, I am absolutely you have your dress picked ecstatic. out. I'm so excited. Yeah. I don't yet because I've got so many other to dos on my list <laughs> that um, I, in fact, I told my husband the other day, I need to figure out what I'm going to wear or I'm going to end up running around in sweats and tennis. And you have to find the right holster that you can hide <laughs> under your dress. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. That's tricky. So <laughs> is there a limit on how many people can come to March Airbase? We actually have a limit of 150 people. Okay. And I only bring that up, maybe that'll give you some good luck, you know, because <laughs> how terrible would it be if it's over 150? Right. Well, you know, and Sheriff Bianco had an event there, and he started out at 100 and ended up having to increase it to almost 900 people. Oh, wow. So they ended up having to throw the doors open and putting people out on the uh, on the flight line for well, it's nice for outside. Tables. Yeah, put some tables so, out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, here in, here in San Diego, we can only have 999, no matter what Michael tells you. Right. At our prom. So it's never higher than 999. No, the permit fee. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, is this the first year for prom for you, or is this have you done this before? This is our first year for prom, yeah. Oh, you're okay. going to have fun. You're going to be a mess. Twice. You're going to be a mess come prom <laughs> night. I can tell. <laughs> Well, what? you know, and, and Michael was telling me, he goes, you know what you're going to do the day after prom? I said, I'm going to Vegas for the week. He goes, no, you're going to be planning next year's prom. That's I true. Said, Maybe on the trip to Vegas, but I'm going to Vegas for a week. <laughs> yeah, I think Michael's first one, his back went out. I mean, he was just a total disaster, the first one. I didn't. Oh, think it's he hard was, planning oh, big yeah. events. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to survive it, but he's he's done such a phenomenal job. And he gets some pretty heavy hitters to come and speak and – Oh, they're running smooth now. Oh, I mean, it's they're smooth nice. as, Like yeah. for a big event like that, yeah. it's really oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't even have to do anything hardly no. except hand glad and shake hands. walk and around and <laughs> do what he does best. You know, and it, talk. Gets, it gets hot in a suit and then you're wearing a gun somewhere. Yeah, he doesn't care. He loves it. <laughs> you know, see, so, and by the way, has everybody noticed I haven't said Michael's not here today? Yeah, you have. What? Well, just did now. He? I didn't notice. Well, I did the first last week, man. I was saying it about yeah, every two got, minutes. You got this, Michael, and that's pretty yeah, good. That's so. right. As long as we have a Michael here, I'm golden. It's fine, yeah. Are you going right. to read something? No. Oh, you're just getting ready. Must be on page, <laughs> next page over. I'll have to look. All right. So if people want to join and they're in the Inland Empire, how do they do it? Go to Inland Empire Gun Owners to join for as little as $10 a month or $100 a year. The website is iegunowners.org. And right there on the front page is a join button and follow the links. And uh, join, get involved, become a member, volunteer. We have some great volunteer incentives. After the first 15 hours of volunteering, you receive a basic pistol class or a CCW class. After 100 hours, you get a free private one-on-one class with Shane Reagan from Defensive Tactics and Firearms. Wow. Who is luck- we are lucky enough to have him as an advisory board member. He, and he also leads our shooting socials every month. Fantastic. See, yeah, so-, so we have some great incentives. 
Okay. Hold on a second. You can talk in the mic. Go ahead. I just wanted to ask you what your favorite gun is. Well, you know, I have to say for the last six years, I've carried an FMK9. And it's time to retire my FMK. So I'm actually looking for a new one. And I've been reaching out to some trusted people to ask them what their favorite gun is. 20 bucks says she doesn't get rid of her FMs, K9s. So you'll end up with a Glock 26. She'll just put it in her drawer, <laughs> and you're going to be like every other gun owner. How many guns it's do you have, purple. Alicia? My husband had it zero-coded purple for me. I can't get rid of it. Ah, and don't answer that question, Alicia. <laughs> All right, hey, kid, it's great talking to you. When's the date of the prom again? November 12th. Be there, be square, folks. March, Absolutely. Air Force Base. Thanks, kiddo. Talk to you later. Thanks. Talk to you later. All right. We're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, attention, California residents. You know the gun laws are changing across the country. The recent SCOTUS ruling affirms your right to carry a concealed firearm. So now, more than ever, it's critical you know your California gun laws. That's why the U.S. Concealed Carry Association exists, to help keep responsible Americans up to date with education and training. You can visit uscca.com slash G-O-R to learn more about California gun laws and get in your concealed carry permit. That's uscca.com slash G-O-R for the most up-to-date California gun law information. And now, or act now. All right. So, I guess we have a clarification. We do. Just do you want to do it? Sure. So, last week we had the question about what was the uh, the first commercially produced uh, twenty two long rifle caliber pistol. And as you recall, well, do we have Sam on the line right now? I know. Sam, you there? Yeah. Okay. So there was a little bit of a, a, of a question as to if our answer that we had was accurate or not. And I did a little bit of research, and what I'm finding is that the, the, the discrepancies that we were thinking that we were finding had to do more just if you look at the question, you know, just like back in school, you know, the answers in the question. That word commercially produced thrown in there seemed to, because um, I, I believe Sam, I, oh gosh, remind me, what were, the, what were the, the two that you came up with that you thought could have been? Uh, the the correct answers i mentioned the browning buck mark which was in uh in commercial production before the standard right correct okay and so the what i was finding is just that 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 word commercially produced i guess it wasn't done on the scale that met that requirement gotcha all right you ready for the new one sure i guess (laughs) (laughs) oh you're always ready are you gonna do it jackson i think jackson jackson you're gonna do it yep it would be my honor. All right. All right. Matt from Lakeside asks, what did the Smith & Wesson market as the most powerful handgun in the world and in 1935? Matt from Lakeside. Thanks for writing in. Um, when listeners out there hear the most powerful handgun in the world, you're most likely thinking of the Smith & Wesson Model 29 carried by Dirty Harry, but this refers to a different firearm. 
The 44 Magnum was not around in 1935. At the time, the most powerful uh, revolver cartridge Smith & Wesson offered uh, revolvers chambered in was 357 Magnum um, in their Model 27, uh, followed by the Model 19. So in 1935, I'm going to say it was the Smith & Wesson Model 27 in caliber 357 Magnum. Ta-da! What is this, Cinco de Mayo or all of a sudden? That was Door of the Explorer, so yeah, you were close. <laughs> I Door. thought it was festive. I thought it sounded familiar. Oh, you would know that. Okay. Uh, I guess there's a little bit more to it. Smith & Wesson introduced the 357 Magnum as the most powerful handgun in the world in 1935, using a cartridge developed by Remington with a 158-grain semi-wad cutter that moved around 1,500 uh, feet per second. The handgun was developed in response to the higher-powered Thompson SMG and Browning's automatic rifle, the BARs, used by gangsters in the 20s, designed to appeal to lawmen wanting uh, the ultimate in handgun power. The first Smith & Wesson 357 Magnum revolver was presented to J. Edgar Hoover. Sound about right? Yeah, there you go. There you See, go. Uh, the Two car doors. Magnum. Can you the imagine what that? Magnum. Can you imagine what that three fifty seven that J Edgar Hoover had is worth today? Oh man! Think it's in a museum? Probably. What do you think, Sam? Uh, I'm going to see if I can find. Maybe it. Maybe it's in the Smithsonian. I, I don't know. I, I um. What? Not we, we stumped you. <laughs> That's what you got him on. I'm, I'm not super up to date on my. Uh, 1930s FBI history. Right. Where are they now? Handgun edition? Or? Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that it's probably got to be in a museum someplace. I mean, or his house. who knows? There's All right. Yes, probably. Yeah. That was a good one. So good on the clarification and great on the answer. Thanks. the uh, The 357 Magnum cartridge has a really interesting history. It's uh, probably too complicated for me to get into on the air. But uh, basically, instead of being a commercial cartridge that then became popular because it was introduced by manufacturers, it started as experiments by hand loaders and then was picked up by manufacturers. Oh, interesting. So law enforcement was happy with it, I guess? Um, it wasn't super popular initially with law enforcement because the first 357 revolvers were very expensive for the time, mm. but um, it eventually gained some acceptance uh, beginning in about the 1950s or so with the introduction of some better designs um, like some of the Colts and some of the later Smith & Wessons. Um, but yeah, the 357 basically came about because Elmer Keith and his buddies kept hot-rodding 38s to the point that they were blowing out revolver cylinders. So, you mentioned Dirty Harry. I thought that was a 357 Magnum. No, that was a 44 Magnum. Which oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, I and did not come around until the, I believe the 60s or 70s. Gotcha. Okay, I I stand corrected. Very I do good. have uh, information on a uh, Hoover's Magnum, by the way, too. What did you find? It was sold in auction in 2011, and it's still owned by that private owner. Uh, he bought it for forty six thousand dollars. Whoa! So there you go. There you go. Probably never Pretty shot. Substantial. Probably never shot. What do you want to bet? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. You think he'd oh, shoot it? I think so. I'd shoot it. You think Jay Edgar would shoot that thing? I'd at least run a cylinder through right, it. Get closer to your mic there, son. I'd at least run a cylinder through it just to see how it shot. Yeah, I would too. Especially All right, buddy. Always good talking to you. 
Yeah, thanks for having me on. All right. You sticking your finger in the air? You had a question? It was going to be for Sam. <gasps> Sam's still there? Now you have to wait till next week. Uh, Write it down. On was it what was paper. his favorite gun? No, he's no, asking. not that. Well, it doesn't do any good now because he's yeah, not just there. just ask him next week. Can you save it? Uh, Yeah, it's on text messages. Uh, don't lose it. Don't lose your phone. Uh, I doubt that would happen anytime soon, and if I do, I'd just ping it. Oh, you have a phone phone. Oh, you have two. You have one of those? I don't even have one of those. Well, Actually, what high. was your favorite gun? I don't know. I think my... Sig M18, that chamber is 9 mil. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. I've shot one of those. Yeah. All right, so you're running for city council in Escondido. How do people help you? So if you go to Mike4D1.com, that's where you can check stuff out there. And if you want to get involved with uh, SD Mus or volunteer time to do some public land cleanups or other things, it's sdmus.org. Okay. You adopt a, a freeway? Not yet. I think we're working on that with yeah. uh, the Tread Lightly people. I think or you can we, talk to Audrey. Yeah, because we were going to try to do that. Yeah, she does the one out of Buckman Springs. Yeah. Yeah, so she can tell you all. And it doesn't cost anything. No, it's nice. I've, you just got And you've got already got enough volunteers. And we got the cleanup tools, yeah. And it's nice to see a sign out there with your. That would be kind of nice. Yeah, see? Yeah, and her sign is bright orange with black letters. There's no way you can't tell it's it's sponsored by. And yours is easy, SD Must. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah, you just got to do it bright and shiny. It's funny, people go around calling me like, hey, SD Must. They don't know my name's Well, Mike, I thought that's so your I... name, SD Must. Yeah. <laughs> SD Must what? Yeah. We won't go there. All right. Well, hey, we made it through this one. We did. You know what I, I think what I want to do? I don't I'm, know. I got a new mission. You know, I, you gave me that mission a few weeks ago to look and find that Smith & Wesson Model 500. We got that. We made that happen. My new challenge, now I'm going to take you out with a 44 and have you shoot that alongside a 357. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. You put bullets in it? Yeah. Oh, they, work, they work a little bit better that like way. Like hand-loaded bullets or like factory? Yeah, we can use a factory. <laughs> I'm going to have to go sell a, crush a few beer cans. Yeah. What was it, $3.57 a bullet? You gotta get on it, the round. You got to start reloading. Start reloading. You're yeah. going to shoot those rounds, yeah. Yeah, you but you can't reload. even get you can't even get reloading. It's the primers. Yeah, yeah, you can't it's, get them. It's not really all that cost effective like it used to be. No, you know, but no. yeah, last yeah. thing I wanted to do. What scared him? I was just staring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. It's good for you. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah, it was jumped out of it's your just, skin. No, it, it, listen, you guys are in a, the air-conditioned studio. I'm staring here in, oh, the, in a hot studio. Quit I'm, complaining. <laughs> I can't help it. Well, bring little Herbie around and plug it in. And, Herbie? Yeah. I, I, he doesn't feel like the love bug at oh, all. He stole his little fan. That's why he's so That's hot right. No, yeah. no, no, that's, no, that's a different fan. That's know. a different but, fan. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, folks, subscribe to our show. Give us a five-star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And you really, really, really need to help support our sponsors like San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners. In fact, go to their prom. You'll have a blast. The Dillon Law Group, PRMI Mortgage, Sage Tree, Leo Hamill Fine Jewelry, Leo Fit, if you want to get fit, San Diego Flight Training International, U.S. Concealed Carry Association, and a big shout-out to Alicia Curtin, Sam the Gunman, Action Jackson, Brendan Thomas, Chauncey for 
keeping us on air. And Mike, it was fun having you in. Thanks. Good luck on your uh, on your race. Everybody needs to get out, help. Yeah, everyone just get out, get involved. I mean, just if stop complaining online, get out and do something about it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't if you don't want to run for office, just support the candidates that are doing the work so. yeah, or support the candidate that you believe in. Yeah. Just send them a couple bucks uh, and, right now. Go out there and just send $5 to any candidate. Like, yeah. it, it adds up. It really, it really does. A lot of people don't realize $5 here, $5 hey, a hundred people donate five bucks. That's 500 bucks. There you go. I could use 500 bucks. I'm sure you can because <laughs> you know, trying to get on, you know, print and TV, oh, and, yeah, making signs, uh, yeah. sending texts, all that stuff. None of that's free money. Yeah. Everybody needs to get paid. All right. Sam, did you have a good time? I mean, uh, Action Jackson, did you have a good time? Yes, I did. All right, you going to bring more toys in tomorrow? Make a holster for that Lego gun. Yeah, we got to get you a holster for that. I'll try and, uh, I'll try and measure it uh, to fit my belt. There you go. There you go, yeah. All right, don't go anywhere, folks. Bob Siegel is in the house. He's got an action-packed show for you. Again, vote, vote, vote. Go to San Diego County Gun Owners. And check a look at the uh, find out who guide, to vote for. See if it can help you out. All right, guys. Thanks again. FM Max. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.